Gridiron Grinder! Hut hut hike! Okie dokie. How's it going tonight, James? It's going good. How's it going to you? Good. Do you know what time it is? Uh, game time? Gridiron Grinder time! Uh, we're rolling, man. Friday night. Gridiron Grinder time. I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is my buddy James. Just a couple dudes hanging out, talking about what's going on in the NFL every week. Uh, tonight, episode 62, we are going to kick things off with Name That Stadium. Then we'll hit the news from this past week. After that, uh, we're going to pick up where we left off last week. You know, it's uh, early season. We're going to do our weekly power rankings, and then we're going to do our game picks. Uh, and then last but not least, we'll do question of the week. And so, uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. How about you? Excited. Oh, jeez. I, 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 I could feel the energy coming off of you. Uh, all right, well, here, let's do some names, name that stadium action. Uh, so for anybody who's watching, this is the part of the show. We have a little bit of fun with this segment where, you know, as you can see, James is out there traveling the country every week. Uh, he's got a new stadium in the background, and we're just asking if you think you know what that stadium is, hit us up in the comments section. First person to get the right answer gets a shout-out next week's show. And so, uh, James, where were you at last week, man? Last week I was in New Orleans, and yeah, I know the game wasn't in New Orleans, but, you know, they were supposed to be the home team. They were kind of ripped of being able to go see their team play and first game where they could have fans in a long time so i kind of figured i'd give them a little love last week i like that man yeah giving them a little love that's cool yeah they couldn't be there so you were there for them and uh and they spanked the packers so mm -hmm. you know yeah nice okay uh well moving on let's do our recap of the past week so this is the part of the show we just uh kind of give everybody the highlights uh some of the big things from this past week in the NFL. And I think the first thing we could talk about uh, is just all the freaking injuries that have happened in the first week of the season. And to me, at least, it seems like we're talking about this every year now. Uh, and I would love it if there was somebody out there that had some stats or some kind of way to, to quantify this. And maybe there is, and I just haven't come across it, but it just seems to me like ever since we got into the new CBA, we're having more and more early season injuries. And maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe the game's just getting more brutal than it used to, or maybe it's just all in my head, but um, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I don't have the data. It's just my gut feeling from the experience in my brain. Uh, but what I do know is a bunch of guys got hurt in week one. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Demarcus Lawrence, Jeff Okuda, not sure how much you care about him, Marcus Davenport, Quan Alexander, Josh Jacobs, Zadarius Smith. The list goes on and on and on and on. And, you know, I mean, Okuda, not a, necessarily a big name on the list, super high draft pick, but all the other names, these are, you know, some name brand guys, man. And it's uh, super early for them to be going down. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. I was just seeing if I could pull something up on it, and of course not. It's injury data. All the injury data I can find is like preseason versus um, regular season. There's like there's this one article that's saying that it was up by how that can't be right. 
Oh, okay. It, I read 60. It's 16% um, okay. over the first half of the 2020 season. So last year it was up. That's, um, that's significant, yeah. But but that was from 2019. But, but in... Wow. We, that was just week four from... Wow. Injuries in week four last year through week four was 109. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I have this sneaking suspicion that the reduced amount of available practices and the reduced amount of padded practices, it, it just, it seems like it would not have these guys' bodies ready to go. And maybe that's, maybe that's just me being crazy. I don't know. But it sucks. You know, you don't want to see any of these guys get hurt. You want them to be coming into week one, tip-top shape, uh, and have a long, productive season. And I don't know. It just it just seems like it's just more and more, man. And, I mean, the 49ers last year, that was, like, I think an anomaly. Like, everybody and their mom got hurt. But um, it just – I mean, this list I'm looking at right now, that's, that's a lot of big-name guys, man, for the first week of the season. Oh, yeah. They're – it's just like, like I don't know what I was listening to. It was some, some uh, radio show or something. Like he, the the host was like listing all the injuries that like happened in week one, and it, I swear it was like, and, I, and not all the injuries, all the big name injuries. And yeah. I swear it took him like five minutes to get through the list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, we're we're onto the backups already. Uh, so another guy who's out for week two, uh, but for different reasons, is Will Fuller. So he had that one-game suspension, so he was out for week one, and now it looks like he's going to be out, but for personal reasons. And, um, you know, this is just one where, hey, if he's on your fantasy squad, watch out, because when guys miss time for personal reasons, it's usually not a good thing, you know? Uh, especially when it's personal reasons that they don't talk about. It usually means it's not not a good reason. And so um, I got him on one of my squads, but, you know, it's, um, I don't know. I was excited to see what Will Fuller could do with the Dolphins and, you know, the talk about, you know, trying to get Tua to push the ball down the field more. And, you know, it just seems like Will Fuller is a good weapon for him to do that with. You know, I know Jalen Waddell had a pretty good first game, but, you know, the more weapons, the better. And so uh, hopefully he's back for week three. Yeah, I I'd miss that. Like I I did. I took today off work, so I didn't do much listening to the radio. And it's where I get a lot of my news. So I miss that Fuller was out this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in here, I'll just segue to more wide receiver news. Uh, this is one I, I read about earlier today that I don't know, man, it just. You know I don't like the Giants, James. And, and so when I hear things that are not going well with New York, uh, I don't know. I kind of like it. I'm sick like that because I, I just, for whatever reason, dislike the Giants. And um, I saw that Kenny Galladay and the uh, rookie uh, Kadarius Tony, you know, it sounds like they're unhappy with uh, the way the game played out last night and their early season targets uh, and I, I heard Daniel Jones today was sort of trying to defend some of it and kind of saying, you know, 
They just got to make some better plays and yada, yada, yada. I mean, you know, Kenny Galladay, I did see he had eight targets. So, I mean, it's not that they weren't trying to get him the ball. They just, you know, it's Danny Dimes, you know, not getting him the ball where he needs to be to catch it. And all you got to do is kind of just throw it in the vicinity. Galladay would go up and get it. He's a possession guy. Uh, Tony, on the other hand, you know, that's one where it's like, yeah, I get it. He's bitching. But at the same time, dude, that guy has had a train wreck of an offseason for a rookie. Like that whole thing with his shoes and just all sorts of drama with this guy. It's like, how about you actually do something on the field and then you can talk? And I get it. It's kind of like the chicken or the egg thing. He's got to have some targets and some good balls thrown his way so he can do something. But I don't know, man. It just seems like premature for him to be running his mouth. Galladay, I get it. They just paid him a ton of money. He wants to contribute. I think it was uh, late in the game. He only had one catch or something like that. And that's, you know, he made some kind of reference to that. And so, you know, it's tough. But I don't know. I hate the Giants. I hope they implode. And, uh, yeah, that's my opinion on that. Well, if you watched the game, watched the game last night, you saw saw that Galladay got into Danny Danny Turnover's face, yeah. and he and was like was sitting there screaming at him, and and you got you, if you're gonna reference uh, Kadarius Tony, you gotta you gotta say the quote that was um, leaked by his team, where it was it, he said something like it's a it's like having a sports car and not driving it. Oh, it's like. <laughs> It's like you ain't all that, motherfucker. You 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 have had two regular season games. You're yeah. a rookie. Like maybe next year you might be able to to open your damn mouth, but just fucking play the game and I'm sure the targets will come. Yeah, he's a head case and he's not had the Odell Beckham type rookie season. So I mean, wait until you do a little bit before you go full Antonio Brown and start losing mm-hmm. your freaking mind, you know? Uh, but, yeah, hey, you know, it's the Giants. And, I mean, it was a close game, but it just, uh, I don't know, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so next up, this is one I haven't read enough about, but I am intrigued, and I will I will be reading more about this for sure. Uh, I just saw before we got started that the Indianapolis Colts are going to be in a new in-season version of Hard Knocks. And that has me excited, man. I, I want to see Frank Reich up close and personal like that. Uh, you know, some of the, I mean, Wentz, I don't, you know, I'm not so concerned with him. But, you know, um, I, I felt a little bit cheated this year, James, to be honest, with the Dallas Cowboys and Hard Knocks for it being America's team. It was a pretty fucking boring season of Hard Knocks. I, I just, I didn't, I don't know, dude. And in some of it, I, I know I complained a couple weeks ago. I just didn't like Mike McCarthy. And I just don't see a lot of energy out of him. I don't see him being a very good leader, which kind of bums me out because all those years watching him on the sidelines in Green Bay, I kind of thought that he had commanded some respect. Uh, and I thought we would have seen like, even if it was like more of like a stoic type of leadership, I thought we would have seen more of that in Hard Knocks. And in Hard Knocks, it just looks like he just doesn't fucking say a whole lot. And I, I don't know. I just, I don't, it, I, I thought it was a, a, a poor season of Hard Knocks, my opinion. I just wasn't a big fan. Not this year. Yeah. 
I I heard about it like like the NFL like kind of teased an announcement a couple hours before the game last night, and then they announced it during the game. But it's like I don't know what I think of it. Like Hard Knocks has kind of been gone downhill the last couple couple seasons, and I actually stopped watching it coming into this year. Um, and then like you had a couple years ago, Amazon Prime, I think it was did some in-season version of Hard Knocks like this, but... Okay. And and it, it didn't pan out, so... Uh, I'm surprised they're kind of retreading the same stale ideas. Well, hopefully they can spice it up. And, you know, and, and, and that, I mean, goes more so for Hard Knocks next year. Because I've enjoyed it all these years. I really have. And this past one... It just sucked. I mean, honestly, I would say the coolest part of this this season with Dallas was the uh, the drone camera tour of the facility. That I thought was pretty sweet. Everything else was just I don't know. It it just was stupid to me. But uh, I don't. I mean, hey, I, I'm probably being hard, but whatever. Yeah, uh, I felt like last season, Hard Knocks, half the episodes were watching people get uh, COVID tests. <laughs> well, that I guess that was them spicing it up. Hey, we've never had this happen before, so yeah, yeah. yeah and, and those were the uh, the early COVID tests too, where they had to like claw a piece of your brain out, right? You know, they yeah, really had to get that shit up there. So, you know, I've had a few of them, and they weren't like that. They were they were like the ten second, like you know, moving them around. Yeah, I talked to people that they've had the ones that. You know, they get up there and, you know, your fucking nose is bleeding because they ripped you apart. And it's just, yeah, that's uh, doesn't sound good. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, oh. fucking COVID. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. News wise, what else is going on? What what have you seen that's worth mentioning? And, you know, I know we're going to cover a lot of like the, the game stuff here in a minute. But, you know, any any player news, coach news, anything you want to hit on? Well, we'll cover we cover this during the game, but it's this is more of a stupidity thing than a fucking uh, player thing. But apparently, Everson Griffin is out this week. He's in concussion protocol because he swerved to avoid a deer. Listen, if you're driving down the road and a deer's crossing in front of you, don't swerve to avoid it. Run right into that motherfucker. And here's why. You're, you're deductible on your insurance. If you hit a tree swerving out of the way, it's considered an accident. You have to pay the deductible. If you hit a deer that runs out in front of you, you won't, might not have to pay the deductible because it's an animal issue. Oh, so that's like a, an insurance tip is what you're sharing with people. Yeah. And okay. plus, plus, if you hit the deer... If you hit the deer, you slow down and you hit the deer, or instead of swerving, you hit a tree, all sorts of shit could happen. The deer, the deer's probably going to survive. Yeah. Well, deers, deers are resilient. Depends. depends on how fast you're going, but yeah. they're resilient. My dad hit a deer a number when I was a kid, and I was in the car, and then like the next day, I went back walking by where, right where he hit the deer. There was no sign of the deer whatsoever. Yeah, somebody scooped it up and made some jerky. Oh. The no. deer, the deer, deer obviously had run, ran away. He got up and ran away and was fine. So, um, okay, 
I've always heard, and I know we're going on a tangent here, but I mean, it's relevant. It's a piece of news about an NFL player. Uh, I've always heard that, yeah, you should just hit the deer. If, if, you know, like just keep going straight. If that means you hit the deer, you hit the deer. Uh, but I've always heard that it's a matter of, uh, you know, protecting human life. And it's, if you swerve, you don't know if you could run another car off the road or you could scare another driver and then go off the road or anything could happen where, you know, you could risk a human being killed or seriously injured. And it's kind of the, you know, the food chain thing, like, Hey man, if a deer has to get it, a deer has to get it. I, I feel like a sick person saying that, but that, this is just how it's always been explained to me. Okay. <laughs> and, it, and it just reminded me of a story when I was younger, I had a buddy, uh, you, you know, anybody watching probably doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about, but you, you know, where Dutton road is in Rochester. Yeah. And uh, I had a buddy going, uh, his dad going down like that part that was 35 miles an hour, you know, like just, just cruising. And he said that a fucking deer jumped out of the woods <laughs> into the side of his car and like smashed up his car. He was all pissed off cause his car was messed up. He had to pay to get it fixed. Uh, and it's like, yeah, he didn't run into the deer. The deer <laughs> ran into him. Like you just, you don't win those scenarios. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Anyways. anything else there, James? Yeah. That's my, my, my rant for the day about deer. Okay. Well, let's move it on to our week two power rankings. And so I am going to pull up my spreadsheet. I'm assuming you're going to do the same. Uh, and let's just, you know, I'll have you kick it off here, man. Give me one through five. All right. The Rams are clearly the number one team. I they, they were number one last week. They're number one this week. Dude, this team looks fucking sweet with that offense. You have a quarterback that can actually throw the ball um, as opposed to Jared Goff. And we'll, we'll talk about Jared Goff a little bit later. But Oh, man. Um, I'm going to have to defend Jared Goff. I feel it now. <laughs> and you have, have somebody who can throw it downfield. That defense, oh, my gosh, on that, that defense is yeah. phenomenal. And... That's what you need, and this is my Super Bowl champion. I've been saying it ever since January. The trade happened in January. The Rams are winning the Super Bowl. Okay. The Rams are winning the Super Bowl. Okay. Kansas City stays at number two. I actually almost dropped Kansas City this week. Why, man? It was Cleveland. That was a great game. I thought for 70% of the game, Kansas City looked like shit. Yeah, they did have a slow start. And I think, I think, I don't know what it is, but I think Kansas City is starting to get stale a little bit there. They need to spice it up, do do some some new things because teams are catching on to what they're going to do. They need number to, three, yeah, go ahead. And number three, I have Tampa Bay. I, I bumped them up one spot. Um, look, they have Tom Brady. I know you're a lot higher on Tampa Bay than me. Um, I, I think th number three is, is solid for them. I think, yeah. I think, you know, maybe quibble, like I could have, I was going to flip Kansas city and Tampa Bay, but I didn't because I couldn't really drop Kansas city because they won, but maybe next week. Yeah. 
At number four, I bumped the Chargers up one spot. I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of this Chargers team and, and Herbert. Um, Herbert's just a stud. And as team, I'm a little down because I was reading that um, Brian Balaga went yeah. on IR today. So I don't know what's going on with that. With, with that. But, but I'm really high on this Chargers team. And I think it, there's a chance that it could be an all-LA Super Bowl. I'm still pounding that, pounding that. That'd be pretty and, intense. Yeah, especially for a first-year head coach. Yeah. You know? um, and then, yeah, and yeah. then at number five, I have Seattle. Seattle bumped up two spots. Seattle going up two spots was more of a factor that I dropped a couple teams that I had ahead of them down. Okay. I got you. Well, yeah, I mean, here, I guess let me start off by defending my choosing to have Tampa Bay at number one. And, you know, it's kind of like I was saying last week. It's, um, you know, it's hard to not have them at one when they just won the Super Bowl and they returned all of their starters. I mean, it's it's pretty wild, you know, that kind of thing. It's, I don't know, hasn't happened since the 70s or something. And so um, in today's day and age, it, it just seems like it would be an impossible feat. And um, I will say this, you know, it was not a dominant win, okay, um, but I do believe Dallas is better than they've been getting credit for. Uh, I mean, we can, I mean, I was high on Dallas last year and then I like ripped my freaking guts out because they suck so bad on defense, but you know, their offense is legit. We know that. And if their defense can get better, they can actually be a decent team this year, uh, or, or not decent, but they could be a good team this year, uh, with Tampa Bay. I think, you know, we heard it a lot in the game that they they had uh, a number of, you know, just silly errors and they had focus issues. And, and there was comments about Bruce Arians calling it out in the offseason and, and leading into week one. And this is a Tom Brady led team. I'm sure they're going to clean up those things as the season goes on. Uh, but, you know, yeah. Are there some solid teams at the top? I think there are. Uh, and I've got Kansas City at two. I, I, I mean, kind of similar reasons. They, you know, they won. I know that it wasn't as like dominant as you would have wanted, but I am high on Cleveland this year. And so, you know, I thought that that was a, a solid win. Uh, and, you know, and so I, I don't know. I'm just keeping them at number two for another week. Um, and, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I do have the Rams at three. And so I bumped them up two spots from last week. Uh, I mean, it, you know, it was a solid game. Like you said, I mean, Stafford had a, a freaking record performance for a quarterback on a new team. Um, and the defense didn't miss a beat despite losing John Johnson and some guys in free agency uh, and their defensive coordinator, obviously, to the Chargers. Um, I am a little bit nervous that they got to figure out how to get the running game going here at some point because it's not good to be that one dimensional with passing. Uh, but you know, it's Sean McVay calling the shots here and, um, they, they did look pretty damn good in the first week. Um, I've got Seattle at number four. I bumped them up three spots. I think it was a solid win over Indy, but I'm not going to pump it too much because, you know, Indy had, had dealt with some injury issues, still kind of is dealing with some injury issues. And so I was expecting them to have a slow start to the year anyhow. 
but I just thought Seattle, everything I read, I didn't get to watch the game. Uh, it just sounded like it was a very solid performance. And so uh, I got them at four. And then at five, I mean, hey, you're going to hate me, but I bumped Pittsburgh big time. I bumped them up by 11 spots. Smoking crack. I know it's aggressive, dude. I know it's aggressive, but they did just beat my number three team from my week one power rankings. And so, you know, I'm fine with moving them up this high for now because, you know, especially early in the year, Pittsburgh, yeah, maybe the wheels fall off later in the season after Big Ben's been hit 60 times and the offensive line sucks and all that kind of stuff. But the defense looked great. The offense was humming. I know they got to get Najee Harris working a little bit better, uh, but they committed to him. He played like the whole freaking game. I mean, it, you know, it's um, – let's see what happens. You know, maybe I'll eat my words here later on, but I'm bumping them up for now. Back whatever to you. you were, whatever you were smoking when you decided to put Pittsburgh at five, I think I need some of that because I, I don't know what the hell you see in that team. Well, I, I don't smoke anymore, James. It's um, it's psychedelics now. You know, that's all the rage. <laughs> yeah. All right. So at number six, I have San Francisco. San Francisco bumped up two spots. I know they barely beat the Lions. And the reason why they bumped up two spots is because I dropped Buffalo down to number seven. And I dropped Green Bay down to number eight, and both those teams were ahead of them. Look, I'm disappointed in Buffalo. Buffalo is, I think they're a good team. I think that, I, I, I don't know, I heard something this week where, like, Josh Allen regressing to the mean had to have been expected and this and that. I, I just think it was, it was Pittsburgh lucked out. And, <laughs> and Buffalo was overlooking them because they thought they were shitty. Okay, okay. Uh, Green Bay. I almost dropped Green Bay a lot more, but... It was an after, embarrassing loss. After this week, I probably will. But one of the things I do do remember, if you remember... I see what last, you did there. I see what you did there. Yes, go ahead, go ahead. If you remember if you remember last year, one of the things that I kept thinking about when I was doing my power rankings was, last year, who won the Super Bowl? Tampa Bay. What happened in week one with Tampa Bay last oh, year? I, I, don't, I don't remember. Did they get – was that against the Saints? They got beat up? They got the shit put in by the Saints last year in week one. Yeah, I remember now. So that's what my hesitation Yeah, but, but different – totally different, dude. Last year week one for Tampa Bay was week one with like 50% new starters on their roster – and a COVID offseason where they had no time to get their shit together. I mean, Brady admitted that he didn't even, like, have the playbook down for fucking ever. I mean, it just, you know, I don't know. I, oh, no, no, no. I, I, hear I, know. I'm, I hear what I'm you're not, saying. I'm not saying. I'm in, the, in this statement, I'm not saying that Green Bay is going to win the Super Bowl. I'm saying that that thought and what happened last year is what kind of gave me pause in dropping Green Bay down I got too you. far. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of kind of tempering that a little bit because because of what happened last year okay and number nine i have dallas i put dallas dallas up two spots i was really impressed what i with what i saw with dallas on the thursday night game i know we did our power rankings after the thursday night game but i did i actually did the power rankings 
before the game started. Yeah. So I didn't have the information from last week's Thursday night game to input into my power rankings. And I was really impressed. But what I'm hearing, of course, after after I did these power rankings, I'm hearing some rumblings that you have more people out for Dallas this week again. And that, oh, that's COVID so, stuff. You had like you had had the COVID stuff going on. You had uh, oh Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence uh, broke his foot. I yeah. mean, it's it's kind of like same old Dallas. Like this every time I heard it described best when um, on the radio, and I forget who said it, so I won't I won't be giving this person credit credit. But it was like it's like that friend or family member that always has shit go, going on. That, that you, like, avoid their calls, and finally, on, like, the fifth time they call you, you pick up, just be like, all right, what's going on now? That's Dallas. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's there's, there's some drama. Some, with, always something with Dallas, and that concerns me. And you, and it, it's, it, it's not it, McCarthy's fault. It's But it's doesn't really, it always feel like it's an excuse? It does. But it's always, always like there's always injuries. There's always yeah. this. There's always, it's it, always some something new going on with them. Yeah, it was like the Jason Garrett era. It's like there was always an excuse for why they shouldn't fire him. It was mm-hmm. like, or he's just not good enough to get him over the hump, and you can find somebody that is. Well, well, we can say he's not good enough because look at look at the stale offense he's running for the Giants. Well, well I, I know, later. but. But that's what I'm saying is, you know, instead of fucking beating a dead horse, they should have fired him a few years sooner than they did, you know? So. Oh, I know. I know that. But. But Jerry Jones doesn't fire coaches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, other other than uh, Jimmy Johnson. But, yeah, you know, Jimmy Johnson quit. I thought I that was um, I I heard it was. uh, Well, maybe he maybe he quit, but I, I heard. Jerry Jones was like, "You're done." I, it was, yeah. I, I'm getting, yeah, I'm anyways. getting way off track here. Yeah, yeah. Back it's, to, back but to it's you. always something with Dallas. Yeah. At number ten, I have Cleveland. I, I was impressed with how Cleveland played against Kansas City. I was impressed last year in the playoffs how Cleveland played against Kansas City. Um, when, and this team is playing good now, <laughs> while Beckham is out. Which that's another concern. What is going on with Beckham? Like, he was questionable, like going up to game time last week, and then this week on like, on like Wednesday, he, he was ruled out for the game. Like, like did he? Is he just not healing from that injury? Is he? Is he done? Like, I have serious, serious concerns about him. I have serious concerns about this team when he put, comes back. Put, but put him, put him on the shelf, man. Put him on the shelf. Yeah. I mean, you know. It was a, a freaking bad fucking move bringing him in and paying all that money. And I just put him on IR and, hey, man, we'll deal with you next year. This team has a lot going for it. Let's not mess with it. Okay, so that was, yeah, that was you at 10. Uh, well, I've got Cleveland at 6. And so um, I had him at 6 last week. And I'm not I'm, I'm just not going to drop them for losing to my number two team on the board, especially with it being as close of a game as it was. And so I still got high hopes for these guys. Uh, you know, I think they they're going to get back on track. Uh, it's seven. I got Buffalo. I dropped them down four spots. 
I think maybe I was too high on them going into the season. And you talked about like, you know, regressing to the mean uh, with Josh Allen. You know, I think I should have expected some more of that. Um, And I think it's a combination of things because I still think Josh Allen is going to be good this year. I don't think he's going to like regress to the mean like, oh, this is going to be somewhere between last year and the year before. You know, I think it's going to be closer to last year, but just not quite as good. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I think the other factor is that Pittsburgh is a lot better than I gave him credit for, too. I do believe that. Well, hey, we're going to find out at some point. Uh, So either way, I got him at seven for now. Uh, I do like Buffalo. I, I like what they're, what they, all the stuff I heard about going on on defense on the line and all that stuff. And we'll see where it goes for them. Uh, at eight, I've got San Fran. I moved him up one spot <clears throat> and I'm only putting him up one spot because, you know, <clears throat> they had their way with the lions all the way up until the end. I know people are saying, Oh, Hey, it got so close at the end, but they, they literally did everything they wanted when they wanted until later in the game. And I, I, take all that with a grain of salt because when you're beating somebody's ass that bad yeah you take your foot off the fucking accelerator for a little bit and it was just the lions and so i'm giving them the bump but i don't want to go crazy with them at nine i got green bay i dropped them down five spots uh i i saw i haven't confirmed this but i i mean i believe it it was on tv that this was the worst loss of aaron Rodgers' career and you know, I don't know. I just, a healthy downgrade is appropriate. Five spots down. Um, you know, and at, at the number nine spot, yeah, they could go back up a little bit. But, you know, I think you still have that that tier of teams where you can argue are above them. Uh, and then at 10, I got Arizona. I moved them up five spots. Uh, this one, I, I, you know, I was just thoroughly impressed with how they freaking spanked Tennessee, man. I mean, both sides of the ball were solid fucking Chandler Jones five sacks I mean dude dude's a fucking beast man yeah you know I didn't I I didn't see much much of that game so like I couldn't make much of a judgment I mean how there's 14 games pretty much on on Sunday during the day it's kind of hard to watch all of them so you need the whole week to do it yeah so it's a full-time job so I, I didn't see much of that game, but I see, see what you're saying. I, I don't know. I think that might have been more we were higher on Tennessee yeah. going into the season than we were on uh, Arizona. But, I mean. Yeah, I, yeah. You're making me feel like I jumped the gun on Arizona now. <laughs> hey, we're going to find out, man. We're going to we find will. out. In my, in my rankings, I, I think I either actually dropped Arizona a spot or left them the same where I had them. Okay. But so at 11, I have Washington, and they went up one spot for me this week. And it's it has nothing to do with last night because uh, I, I did this before last night's game. But if you, I, but I dropped Tennessee. I, I had Tennessee as a top 10 team, and I dropped Tennessee three, spot, three spots to number 12. And that's... Okay. Where that's where Washington kind of bumped up a little bit. I think Tennessee might fall for a little bit further before they get get things rolling in the right direction. Um, at thirteen, I have Indianapolis. Um, I have have the, had them at thirteen the week before. I think you know they lost to Seattle. 
I think we both picked them to lose to Seattle. Yeah. It was, it's just, it's, it's, it's rough. Carson Wentz didn't have much of an off season with the scene. They had all those injuries in August. And, and I think, I think they're actually better than we thought they were coming in because I thought they hung, they hung in there a lot, a little bit more than I actually thought they would against Seattle. Um, at number fourteen, I have Vegas. I moved them up one spot. Look, they beat the beat the Ravens. I'm not as high. I was not as high on the Ravens coming into this season as as you were. Um, I have a lot of concerns about the Ravens, but I have to give give Vegas respect for for actually actually pulling it out as lucky yeah. as it may have been with how how things developed in the game. I mean, they they had thirty seven seconds to drive the field. Kick kick a field goal and Carr was able to do it. So, I mean, you got to give him a little respect. It was solid, and then, yeah. And then at 15, I have have Miami. Now, with Miami, initially, I had to put them, I had New England and Miami really close here, and I had to make sure Miami was above New England, and then once it settled, my, I ended up bumping Miami up two spots. Miami was lucky to beat New England. I didn't think they would have. Uh, if Harrison fumbled a ball, New England would have won the game. And I, while it's disappointing, I actually think New England might be a little bit worse than, than we worse off than we thought they were. Okay, we're coming into the season as well. But I have Miami as as fifth, at fifteen. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, okay, so kicking it over to me at 11, I got New Orleans. I bumped them up big time, nine spots. And it's probably a little bit crazy. Uh, we'll see how long Jameis can keep it together. But, you know, the thing that, like, just kind of rung true to me with this game is that the defense is a lot better than people were expecting them going into this season. Uh, I mean, everything I read was that this defense was going to decline and it was going to be a problem. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, I just like this team. I think they got a lot of talent. And I was nervous about the quarterback thing. I was nervous about the defense. That win in that solid of a manner made me feel like instantly like, nope, they're still a good team. And so I gave them a, a – probably a ridiculously high bump, but I'm going with it for now. At 12, I got Dallas. I kept them where they were at last week. I'm not going to knock them for losing to my number one team on the board. Uh, they've got a ton of potential. It's just a matter of what can they do with it, because last year they couldn't figure out how to do shit with that potential, even before Dak went down. Uh, but, you know, this is a whole new year, and they kept it close with Tampa Bay. So uh, at 13, I got Baltimore. I dropped them two spots. I'm not prepared to put them below the Raiders. And, you know, sometimes I think teams just have bad games or the opponent just has a really good game or whatever it could be. Uh, I'm still believing in John Harbaugh and this team still being a solid, you know, top third-ish team. Uh, and so, you know, yeah, it wasn't a good win in my opinion because I've been talking all sorts of shit about the Raiders. But um, if they make a habit of it, I'll spank them. It, it'll happen. Uh, and then at 14, I got Tennessee. I dropped them down six spots. I think that that beatdown was concerning for me. Uh, yeah, and like you said, it um, 
maybe we got too high on them. And I, I think here's the thing, James, you and I talk about it a lot where when you look at the player ratings for Tennessee and then you look at them win games, it doesn't add up. It, it's like they're, they're either outperforming and they got great coaching or whatever it is. Um, you know, this could just be one of those things where it's some of that, that talent level showing through that they're really not as good as people think. And, you know, I think that, I think that now it's different than last year because they brought in Julio Tannehill's like at this whole new level and, you know, he's on the, on the map now. And, um, I mean, not that he wasn't on the map before, but last year he really got got onto the map. And, you know, they got Derrick Henry. And so I think people are like, oh, man, you know, they see all these kind of like big names now. But they don't have shit really going on on defense. And I think that's going to hurt them. And, I mean, it fucking hurt them bad in that game. So, um, but, you know, it's Tennessee. I still got faith in Vrabel. I think they'll come around. But we'll talk more about them later. Uh, at 15, I've got the Chargers. And, you know, there's a lot of hype around this team. I'm just trying to temper my expectations. You know, Fitz went out early for Washington, um, or like early in the in the season, you know, not like super early in the game. But, you know, it, it just wasn't a landslide victory uh, for me to be like, oh, I'm putting the Chargers in the top 10. I want to see a little bit more of it. And I think 15 solid, I can keep bumping them up. Uh, but I do like, I like what you're saying. I mean, they, they did look really good. It just, um, uh, yeah. And I mean, I had Washington to win, so, I mean, you know, I got to give them some credit. I just, I'm not going crazy. So yeah, back to you, man. All right. So at 16, I have New Orleans and I bumped New Orleans up four spots. I'm kind of, I don't know what to think of New Orleans. Like, did we underrate them did we overrate green bay i i just I was just it just a, any know. given sunday game well actually one thing i did hear or i did read like they had like four spots four four spots that they could have picked to play the home game and sean payton sat down and looked at aaron Rodgers's record in those states oh wow and said Jacksonville because Rodgers is like one in four in Florida. What? Yeah, it's some ridiculous thing like that. Like can't handle like, the heat. Yeah, it was it was it was like, is that? There's no way. Like that can't be true. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. And it would it would make it would be fucking awesome. I agree, but there's no way that can be true. That they they like looked at they had like three or four spots that they could have picked to play the game and said, well, Rogers is one and four or whatever in Florida. That's our best bet. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's our best bet to best bet to win or something. Like, like I didn't obviously research it. Like, like, and look at Rogers's record in the yeah. state of Florida or anything, but I thought that was an interesting fact. I heard this or possible fact or yeah. something I heard this week. That's like, what? Yeah, I like that. That's it would, funny. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me knowing Sean Payton, but uh. at seventeen I have New England. I dropped them three spots. Uh, part of this is because I had to make sure they were behind Miami. Part of this is is I'm a little disappointed in this team and how they looked. Like I don't think they looked as cohesive as I thought they would in the game. I thought I thought they had they had they had some serious turnover issues. Not only not only did uh, 
Harris fumbled the ball, but uh, Ramondre, Ramondre yeah, Stevenson, yeah, Stevenson gave up one. Gave up, gave up one, and I, I think thought that was kind of that. It's not really a Bill Belichick team, so I dropped New England three spots. At eighteen, I have Arizona. They they stayed the same. They didn't drop them. Yeah, okay, they beat whoever they beat this week. Who did they beat this week again? Arizona beat Tennessee. Thank you. They beat Tennessee. Yeah, they beat Tennessee. I was like, I know it's somebody good, but I can't remember who who it was. Too much stuff going on up there. Um, they beat Tennessee, but I think it was more of a we overrated Tennessee than underrated Arizona. Okay. On that. Cincinnati. Cincinnati moved up two spots, and part. This one, Cincinnati moved up two spots, partly because I killed Baltimore, which we'll get to in the next round, uh, or next next five. But also, I couldn't have Cincinnati below Minnesota because okay. Cincinnati just beat Minnesota, and I have Minnesota at twenty, which they dropped one spot. So it was a flip, basically a flip of Minnesota and Cincinnati, and then the dropping of Baltimore. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Um, well, for me at 16, I got the Raiders. I, I put them up two spots here. And, you know, it just, it, it, it reminded me a little bit of like the Kansas City game last year. It's like sometimes they win one that you don't expect. Um, I know that you, you were digging them going into last week, but I, I just didn't expect it. And so it was a solid win. I don't want to take anything away from them. I just want to see if they can maintain it because, man, I, I, I thought that this team, uh, was in big trouble going into this year. I mean, the way they were scrambling to bring in veterans, which usually doesn't work. Um, and, you know, the offensive line changes and just every everything going on there, man, to me it just was like red flag after red flag after red flag, screamed desperation. Uh, but they, they, did, they did come up big when it mattered the most. And so I, I'm happy for them. And I, I mean, I want Gruden to stay in the NFL. I do. I like him. It just, it just seems like it's been a freaking disaster so far for him. Uh, it's 17. I got New England. I dropped them seven spots. I, 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 I'm with you, man. I feel like I, I jumped the gun on the Patriots. Uh, and I, I'm trying to remind myself now that, yep, rookie quarterback, a uh, lot of new pieces on the defense. You know, even if some of those faces are the same on defense, they've not been there in a year or more. And so it's um, it's going to take some time. I still have faith for the Patriots. I just think that I got to temper my expectations now. Uh, at 18, I got Indianapolis. I dropped them down five spots. It's a pretty big hit. But, you know, I do think they're going to figure things out. I just went back and I was looking at the schedule and I remember at one point we were talking about they could go like 0-5 to start the year because they got such a rough slate of games. And I just thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take them down here because, like you said, they didn't have the greatest offseason. They didn't have a ton of time together. I think in the long run of the year, they're going to get there, uh, but they could take some lumps here early on. At 19, I got Miami. Uh, I put them up two spots from where they were last week. And to me, there was really nothing spectacular about this game. They got the win. I'm giving them the bump. I think New England is truly better overall. It was just a great game on Miami's part. Uh, and like you said, you know, Harris, Stevenson, they had some fumbles. Could have totally changed the game. 
but you know, you can point shit out like that in every game where, oh, well, if this guy did that or did that, it would. I I know, and I'm, I'm not. I I I'm I have to defend keeping New England higher than them, even though they lost, and so I'm I'm reaching. But you know, hey, it's they're my power rankings, James. Uh, and at twenty, at 20 I got Denver. Uh, I moved them up two spots. This is just a team to watch, in my opinion. I I know they beat a dog shit team, but I think they have some potential for this year. Uh, and I I liked the way they got the win. Uh, to me, it was what I needed to see. I want to keep seeing it. I want Denver to be good. Maybe I'm making it a bigger deal than it really is. Uh, but I just they're off to a good start, in my opinion. Yeah, well, uh, on Denver, on the side of Denver, like that's what you got to do though to make the playoffs. You got to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat, and then surprise one of the teams you're not supposed to beat. Yeah, and that's how you make the playoffs. At at 21, I have Baltimore. I killed Baltimore, dropped Baltimore five five spots. I'm really down on what I saw in Baltimore. I know you say. You, you say maybe it was just like every once in a while a team plays. I did not like shit that I saw in Baltimore. They couldn't figure out how to run the ball. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think they have. Does it? Does it help that they uh, they elevated Devonta Freeman to the fifty-three man roster? Probably not. No. Not this week, at least. Um, look, Lamar Jackson looked ordinary in that game. He looked ordinary, and that concerns me because you need Lamar Jackson to be Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And at 22, I have Denver. I moved them up two spots. Like you, I moved them up two spots. Uh, I was a little bit reserved on them because of the quarterback situation. Uh, this was, look, beating the Giants, that was the first win that uh, Vic Fangio's had in the month of September since he's been coached there. Yeah. I, I like him. I, I hope it works. I hope yeah. it does. At 23, I have Carolina. I moved them up two spots as well. I was I was kind of impressed. I know they beat the Jets. I know, I know, I know. Um, but Revenge I was, game. I was for pretty, pretty impressed with how cohesive this team looked to me, and how how it was like like McCaffrey never left for them. So I moved them up two spots. Now we get to the Lions. <laughs> 24. 25, I have Philadelphia. I moved them up four spots. Um, I, I was really impressed with what I, what I saw in Philadelphia. Yeah, they beat yeah. Atlanta, and maybe Atlanta is just a dog shit team, and, and we're, we had them a little bit higher praise for them or 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 just maybe we were a little bit lower in philadelphia than we should have been yeah but i was really impressed and yes i did purposely skip talking about the lions um they fucking pissed me off and they're moving their way down to number 32 okay yeah i mean quite possibly the worst secondary in the league yeah okay uh, so yeah, over on my side at 21, I got Washington. I dropped them down seven spots and it's just tough. I'm, I'm not sure what to think of this team right now. Um, you know, it, uh, you know, some of this, obviously I dropped them after last week and, you know, Fitz going out, you know, Heineke, you know, played pretty well last night. They, they got the win. Um, but you know, here's the thing. 
and, and this is this is going into week two. So last night, this was already done before this. But I just think that they needed to have a more decisive win. And I'm sure we'll talk more about that when I do their, their changes for next week. Even with the backup, I just think the Giants are that bad. Uh, at 22, I got Cincinnati. I pushed them up six spots. I thought it was a solid win over Minnesota. And, you know, for all the talk about Burrow looking skittish in the pocket and being nervous and all these things, uh, the highlights I saw, he looked just fucking fine to me, man. And so I think this team could continue to rise from here uh, because Burrow looked freaking great last year before he got hurt. And if he's back to that, watch out. I mean, you know, yeah. 23, I got Minnesota. I dropped him down four spots. I did not expect to see them lose to Cincinnati, but it happened. Um, it makes me question what this team has going on with them. It really does, because um, I was I was expecting a lot more from the defense, and uh, and I was expecting a lot more from the offense. And so I don't know. I just Minnesota. I I, I have wondered for a while now. Is it Zimmer? You know, could they be doing something better with somebody else? Because it just seems like, I don't know. I, I think he micromanages things a little bit with personnel and whatever on the defense. And and, and, and he should. He's a defensive-minded guy, but he's not getting the results that he used to get. And, and then on offense, it just seems like he always bitches and moans about the offense. And I, I'm not saying he did that after week one. I'm just saying historically, um, and so I don't know, but I, I dropped them. I don't know where that team's going. 24, I got Carolina. I moved them up one spot. I definitely, definitely liked what I saw from the defense, uh, even if it was against a rookie quarterback. I think they've got potential. I'm just being cautious because they did a lot of stuff that excited me last year, but they didn't win any games. And so uh, hopefully it'll be different this year where they do some of that exciting stuff and they win the games and I can feel good about it and move them way up on my board. Uh, and then at 25, I got Chicago. I dropped them down two spots. You know, it was a solid loss to a good team. And so I don't want to kick their asses too bad. Uh, I do think Justin Fields comes in at some point, takes the reins and they'll start climbing my board. But until they make that commitment and then, and then even then, you know, I'm not saying he's going to come in his first game and just start tearing shit up. You know, he is a rookie quarterback. I just think that the way for them to move up is with him. So, my opinion. I have Chicago at 26. I left them the same. The thing about it is is, is it feels like there's no rhyme or reason when they were putting, putting Fields in versus when they were putting Dalton in. And I thought Fields looked good. And what do they need to see for Fields to get the starting starting position? There's a lot of speculation out there saying that it's going to be week four, I believe it is, against the Lions. Okay. Um, I, th I think maybe week five because it's a road game. Uh, but but they need to just commit the fields and see what he has. 27, I have Atlanta. I dropped Atlanta four spots. Um, it was an I ugly really game. I'm really disappointed in Atlanta. I thought Artie and the one-man party was going to do some good things down there, and it looks like it's the same old Falcons. <laughs> 20, 28, I have the Steelers. <laughs> I, I bumped them up two spots. Oh, I had okay. them at 30. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I, hey, I, if, I, all you got to do is I, bump them up one spot a week, James. I've, I've said it for, for months. This team is not a good team. Okay. I think they lucked out, got Buffalo when they got Buffalo. Buffalo overlooked them and re- thinking they weren't a good team. And it is what it is. 29, I have the Giants. I dropped them down one spot. Um, I probably could have dropped them down another spot if I really thought about it. Um, I don't think they're better than than the last two teams, but I think it's pretty close between the Giants at 29 and the Jets at 30. Like I think these teams are pretty much the same shitty teams that different different quarterback, but just all around shitty teams that probably would be relegated by now if we were playing in the European system. Okay. Yeah. It's that bottom tier, man. It's, it's a thick tier at the bottom this year is what it feels like to me. Yeah. Starting with the, with the Atlanta Falcons on down. Okay. Uh, so yeah, 26, I got Philly. I bumped them up six spots and I feel like Sirianni sandbagged the shit out of us with Jalen Hurts because all the I'm not going to name him as a starter and all this bullshit and then trading for fucking Minshew right before the season and all this stuff. It's like, dude, Hurts had a fucking great game. And, you know, like, here's the thing. Atlanta's not all the way there yet, obviously, because they got they got a rookie head coach, but it was just solid by Philly, man. And so um, I don't know. I, I, I like him at 26. If they keep it going, I'll be glad to move them up the board. But I, I, I thought they were totally fucked going into this season. And I mean, you heard me talking shit about them last week, but that was a sweet first game, man. Uh, 27, I got Houston. I bumped them up four spots. And, you know, hey, it's a bottom feeder beating up another bottom feeder uh, with the win over Jacksonville. But you can see the veteran QB factor comes into play. Tyrod Taylor, smart with the football. Lawrence, on the other hand, three turnovers. You know, that shit is the difference between winning and losing in the NFL, more times than not. Uh, And so I gave Houston a good bump. We'll see. They're still a bad team, but they play smart football. A bad team doesn't always look horrible. So uh, at 28, I got Detroit. I dropped them down one spot. Like I said, you know, probably the worst secondary in the league, which is going to be a huge issue. I just hope they find a way to keep the run game going because they had some nice gash plays. And, you know, when your secondary is that bad, it basically means teams can just light you up anytime they want. And so the best thing you can do is run the ball, fucking drain that clock, and just don't let yourself get embarrassed. That's all I'm hoping for. And, and on the bright side, Sewell looked fucking amazing, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, I was happy as hell about that because – all this shit with them putting him at right tackle, it made me nervous, man. It made me really nervous that they were setting him up to fail by moving him over to the left without any fucking time on the line. But uh, we'll get we'll talk more about that another time. Uh, 29, I got Atlanta. I dropped him down five spots. Definitely was not expecting Philly to push their shit in like that. You know, it's week one. Hopefully, new coach, all that stuff, like I was just saying, they'll get better as the year goes on. But like you said, same old Atlanta. They've, they've had issues for years where they just they have talent. I, I don't know that they have as much talent this year as in past years, but they do have some talent. They just fucking suck. 
Uh, and then I got the Giants at 30. I dropped them down four spots. Uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about it earlier. You know I don't like the Giants. But I will say this. Their offensive line has issues. And Sewell, like I just said, played great. I hope they make a trade for Taylor Decker. He can do them a whole lot of good. And I've already heard the bullshit about him not going to right tackle or some other position on the line. Okay. And, and, and I know the Lions haven't, like, flat out asked him, you know, at least nothing publicly. But, like, there have been comments by Decker in the past that he won't move from left tackle. If that's the case, let's fucking trade him. Let's get a nice draft pick for him or, or more or whatever. And let's commit to Sewell at left tackle because he could be fucking elite. Okay? Let's not mess with that. So... Back to you for the dumpster fire at 31 and 32. All right, 31, I have Houston. I really think Houston is 32, but I couldn't leave Houston <laughs> below Jacksonville, seeing as though they just beat Jacksonville. And at 32, I have Jacksonville. I'm really disappointed in what I saw, the highlights yeah. I saw from the, that game. I, And then now you have these rumors that that Urban Meyer is going to go to USC and all the shit. He's not even going to make it a year in the league. Like, like somebody like put the over under at one year, how long Urban Meyer will, will last in the league. It's like, geez, all these missteps that Urban Meyer has had. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He college coaches jump into the NFL, man. I don't know. This this one is it's not been a smooth transition. Let's just say that. Um, yeah, so I've got the Jets at 31. I dropped them down two spots. You know, part of that is that, you know, Mackay Becton got hurt. I don't like that. Um, I do think you could see a spark with this team. You know, Corey Davis played well. Zach Wilson, I know he had some turnovers, but he did also have some very nice plays. Uh, and so I, I like that there's some potential on this squad, but they're they're bottom of the barrel right now, and they got to fight their way out of it. So you know, um, and then Jacksonville at 32, I drop them down two spots. You know, there's nowhere to go, nowhere to go but up for these guys. And I think when you have a talent like Trevor Lawrence, you know, it should get better as he gets more reps and things get going. Uh, but the Urban Meyer thing does concern me. Just like you're saying, James. I mean, there was stuff in the offseason about the players kind of rejecting his way of coaching and things like that. And the USC thing doesn't help. I don't think he'll jump ship midseason or anything like that. But, um, yeah, it, it's a rocky start for Jacksonville. Okay, let's move it over and let's make some picks for week two, James. And uh, let's see. We got, um, uh, well, the New York Giants at the Washington football team last night. We both had Washington there. So two weeks in a row, we're starting off with a win. I like that. Um, well, just to start, last week, I had nine right. You had eight right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Of course, you would point that out, you fucking asshole. Yes. Uh, no, I, and, yeah, and hey. now I'm at 10, you're at nine. So you're fucking going down. <laughs> okay. Okay. I say, Hey, you know what? 
we, well, we still got to come up with a bet. And I mean, now that I'm down a game, I don't know if I want to make a bet because, you know, yeah, you, you're that cocky. So. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. First game that was not last night, New England Patriots at New York Jets. Who do you like? I mean, do uh, I have to ask? So, aside from Tua last year, let's put it this way. The last 10 rookie quarterbacks are games against rookie quarterbacks that New England has played. They are 9-1. and one. Week 15 last year was the only loss, and that was to Tua. Okay. You know, I don't like this game. I think this is going to be a closer game than we thought, uh, than we think. Like, I'm still going with New England on it, but I'm not that confident. Yeah. With that. I got you. Um, I, I have similar feelings. I'm going with the Patriots. I don't see them starting 0-2. Um but yeah, I mean, I was just talking about the Jets did did show some signs of life last week. I, I think it would still be an upset if they beat the Patriots, even though it's at New York. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't freak out if the Patriots lost because yeah, the last week was kind of a punch in the mouth. So um, okay, but yeah, I'm going Pats also. Uh, next up, we got Denver at Jacksonville. I mean, you know. All right. So if you go back to last year and after this game, the Jaguars will be tied for the fourth longest losing streak since the merger in 1970 at 17 games. Oh, shit. And I don't see where this losing streak is going to end. So I'm going with Denver. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take Denver in this one as well. I mean, you know, we both have Jacksonville as a, as a in the dumpster fire, however I put it. But, um, you know, I was talking to you earlier about Denver, and I think that this game could tell us a lot about what's going on with Denver. If they get a solid win here, I'll feel a lot better th- about the team. If it's close, I'm going to be suspect about their long-term chances for the season. Um I, I still think there's no reason to panic in Jacksonville, like we talked about with Trevor Lawrence. You know, he should improve as the season goes on. Uh, but yeah, I think Denver takes this one for sure. Uh, next up, we got Buffalo at Miami. So Josh Allen is five and one against Miami, 1,552 yards, 17 touchdowns, and four interceptions. Okay. In his career against Miami. You said five games? Or no, six games. Six games. Five and one. So it's approximately three touchdowns a game. Yeah. uh, Two-thirds of an interception a game. And 260 yards a game. (laughs) Six, 12, 15, 60. Approximately. Okay. So a little bit short of 260 yards a game. 258.6. Not bad for doing the math in my head. Uh, that just continues. Jo- 
Yeah. Josh Allen, Miami's yet to solve Josh Allen and how to stop him. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, here, I'll, I'll say this, okay, about Miami, you know, getting the win over the Patriots last week. You know, one of the things that, that people forget is, and maybe, maybe the people don't forget, and I'm just pointing it out, but, you know, Brian Flores was on the Patriots coaching staff. And sometimes those ex-Pats coaches, you know, even if they don't go on to be successful, some of those guys have been able to come back and get a win or two here or there over Belichick. It's like you know enough to surprise the guy. And I'm not saying all the time, but it's happened. And so I don't see that same thing with Miami and Buffalo. And so I, I think Buffalo wins this one without a doubt, especially because they lost last week. They're, you know, it's at Miami. So that, Hey, that helps Miami. Uh, but I think Josh Allen is like, yeah, I'm going to have to fucking get my shit together. And, and not, not that he had a horrible game or whatever, but you know, I, I think that this team, I think Buffalo wins this one for sure. So, uh, next up we got San Fran at Philly. So I'm on the 49ers. I'm still not a believer in the Eagles. I, one interesting thing that could happen in this game is if uh, Samuel has 100 yards receiving against the Eagles, he will have the mo- he would have the most receiving yards in the first two games of the season by any 49er receiver in the history of the team. Wow, even more than Jerry Rice. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, go get it. Go get it. Uh, I like San Francisco in this one. I did see a lot of people picking Philly for the upset, which kind of just blows my mind. But, you know, some people want to be edgy, and I I respect that. It doesn't always work out. But uh, I'm going 49ers here. Uh, I think it's a bummer that Mostert's out for the year. That, you know, but, I mean, Shanahan – he always finds his running backs. I just, um, I'm hoping that they can stay healthy because, oh man, we don't want to repeat a last year. And I did hear that Brandon Ayuk is not in the doghouse. Uh, Shanahan came out and clarified that. So, uh, yeah, no, I think, I think San Fran's going to be fine. I think they get the win here. Uh, next up we got India. Indy. We got the Los Angeles Rams at the Indianapolis Colts. All right. I'm going to say this about this game. Matt Stafford will again have another 300 yard performance and he'll have, he'll have four touchdowns. Four TDs. In a Rams victory. Okay. I'm going to go with the Rams as well. I'm not going to uh, go pumping Stafford like you. Um, Hey, you do what you want, man. You do what you want. I know you're you're riding the Rams to the end, and you know they should be good. So, uh, but no, I'm I'm going to take the Rams. I still think Indy, like I said, that that first five game stretch is brutal for them. Uh, I know it's at home for them, but I think the Rams are just too good in this game. And so Indy, I think, comes around later in the year. Not not yet. Uh, next up, we got the Raiders at the Steelers. So, everyone everyone that has listened to me for the last 
six months knows that I'm really down on the Steelers this year. An interesting tidbit going in this game is the last four games between these two teams have been decided by exactly three points each game. Wow. Um, Roethlisberger could hit 400 passing TDs this game. If he throws three of them, it's not going to happen. Um, the Raiders are going to win this game. The Steelers might not score 10 points in this game. Wow. You just like want to rub your ball sack all over the Steelers this year. And I, I mean, it's a bold strategy, James. It's a bold strategy. Uh, Until they prove me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, they did, that didn't happen by beating Buffalo, but okay. Um, no, I, um, I respect your bold choices. Um, and, and, hey, I mean, the Raiders, they, they beat Baltimore, which surprised me. So I'm not going to say it's like that. I'm not going to say the Raiders winning is that crazy. I just think the way that you're dogging the Steelers is a little bit aggressive. But I'm going with the Steelers in this game. Um, you know, I think it, I think it, it should be a good – like your, your three-point thing, that makes sense to me, especially with the way the Raiders played last week. I could see this being a really good game. And uh, but I, I see the Steelers coming out on top. It's in Pittsburgh. It's early in the year. They they look good last week. I'm sticking with Pittsburgh. Uh, next up, we got Cincinnati at Chicago. Yes, we do. Okay, I'm yes, going we... Cincinnati. I'm I, going I, Cincinnati too. I'm on the I'm on the Burrow hype train after last week. What gives me pause about picking Cincinnati in this game is is the Bengals since 2008. Are three twenty and one on the road. Joe Burrow is still looking for his first road NFL win of his career. Now's and the time. this will be his seventh, his seventh start. Like, like that gave me pause on it, but I think the Bears suck, and I think the Bengals are up and coming. So I'm, I'm on the Bengals in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I did teeter on this one. I, I thought Chicago at home is a factor. I'm sure their defense is looking to clamp down. And, you know, but no, I'm sticking with Joe Burrow, man. I mean, he just, the dude is legit. And I was nervous about all that offseason, you know, chatter about him not looking good in the pocket. But until I see him not look good in the pocket, I, I think he picks up where he left off last year and just starts kicking teams asses um next up we got the houston texans at the cleveland browns make a statement james make a statement tyrod taylor revenge game no i don't think so no oh uh, shit the I browns forgot he's have not started zero and two since 2017 the Texans have not started 2 and 0 since 2016. Okay. This is not the year for those streaks to to change. Browns win this one in a blowout. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a beatdown of a game. I think the Browns all the way. I mean, it's not even going to be close. Uh and and that's that's where you're going to see the struggles with Houston this year is that yep, they can hold their own against that bottom tier of teams but they're going to get their asses kicked 
by the top tier teams. Like it's not going to be competitive. Uh, and that's, that's okay. That's how it is sometimes, you know, and they're, they're like the lions, you know, their, their shit's all fucked up and they're rebuilding now. So, um, next up we got the new Orleans saints at the Carolina Panthers. So I kind of flipped this one since what I sent you. Okay. I was starting to read about, about this and the saints put, Alexander and Davenport on the IR. Yep. They're they have seven coaches that can't coach in this game. Oh jeez. I didn't know it was that bad, but you know And that concern started concerning me, so I flipped the Carolina on it. Okay. Well what was the game last year where there was like a fucking towel boy coaching and they still won? So you know, I, I'm I'm sticking I'm gonna stick with the Saints, man. I don't know. Uh, that does make me nervous, though. But yeah, I, I think Jameis can sling it, and um, you know, Kamara. I I don't know. I'm just you know, you're giving me pause, but I'm going with the Saints. All right, next up, Minnesota Vikings at Arizona Cardinals. I think the Vikings can't beat Cincinnati. They definitely can't beat Arizona. Yeah, I mean, Arizona looked fucking solid against Tennessee. And and this is in Arizona. Um, Minnesota, you know, I mean, I guess I'm trying to, I guess I'll have to look back now the last couple of years because it seems like they have been starting the seasons slower and then, and then coming around. And so maybe mm-hmm. they're just having a little bit of that again. Um I'm still hopeful for Minnesota, but, uh, you know, maybe, I mean, this could be the Arizona team that we've been waiting for, you know, with Kyler Murray and everybody expecting them to just light shit up. Maybe this is the year it happens. You know, maybe they just needed to add a few more pieces, you know, JJ Watt add into that line with fucking Chandler Jones, Chandler Jones actually being healthy because he missed a lot of last year. And, um, I don't know. So I'm going Arizona. Okay, next up, we got the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Seriously? It's a you divisional really game. game. It's it's a divisional game, James. And you got a dog shit team in Atlanta versus the Super Bowl champs. Super Bowl <laughs> champs. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah, we don't really need to go any deeper than that. Uh, next up, we got Tennessee Titans at Seattle Seahawks. Look, I like I like. Tennessee coming in this year. I finally bought into Tannehill, and yeah. what happened? He disappointed me. Yeah. I'm I'm on I'm on Seattle. Seattle's at home. Those fans haven't been to been been at a game game for a while. That place might I mean it might actually register as earthquakes in Seattle. The fan <laughs> noise. The twelfth man. The twelfth. Yeah. Twelve hundredth man. How loud the twelves are? That they that might actually register as an earthquake. Okay. So I'm going with Seattle as well, but I think it's going to be a closer game. And I, I, I'm thinking that because Tennessee, it just, to me, seems like week two, and they're already under pressure. And so uh, even though it's on the road, I think that that whole team knows that they lost in a bad fashion last week, and them starting 0-2 is a bad look. And so... Uh, I think they keep it close, but they still lose. 
Uh, next up, we got Dallas at the Los Angeles Chargers. So, the Dallas Cowboys haven't started 0 and 2 since 2010. Only time they started 0 and 2 with both games on the road was 1989. Okay. Chargers have won the last three games against Dallas, but are 0 3 against Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Do you see, see how this, this game is it's throwing me? Yeah. What, what you got a, you got a circular, uh oh. Like this yeah, looks good, broke, but wait, that looks bad, but this looks good, but that looks bad. For, it, it's a lot like, like the, the Thursday night game this week. Daniel Jones going into the game was 4-0 against Washington. Washington. He was 4-19 or 4-20 and 4-19 against the rest of the league. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, the Giants had lost, now, now it's six straight, but had going into the game, they lost their last five Thursday night games. Okay. So it's kind of circular with the with the Chargers. Um, what it boiled down to, though, was all the injuries that Dallas has on that defense. I I'm really concerned about the about the defense being able to stop Herbert. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Dak they could put up 40 points, but on what they have going on on that defense, that that defense could could allow 50. So yeah. I'm on I'm on the Chargers. Okay. Yeah, and I, I flipped back and forth on this one. I, I almost gave it to the Chargers because they're at home. Uh, but I, I decided to roll with Dallas because, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, – I think for Dallas, they know that they got to win with offense. And I think the Chargers' defense, they got some work to do. Um, you know, I like their head coach. I like he's a defensive-minded guy. Uh, I like some of the pieces on the defense. Uh, but I think they need time to get there, and I think Dallas could sting them with some offense uh, this early in the year. And so I'm going Dallas. Uh, next up, we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. All right. Since Mahomes been, has been the quarterback of the Chiefs, they've the Chiefs have averaged 31.3 points against the Ravens. Okay. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I believe he's 0-3 against uh, Mahomes. Yeah, 0-3 to reverse the Chiefs. Um, he has accuracy issues. He he <laughs> doesn't compete complete 55% of his passes in any didn't complete 55% of his passes in any three of those games. Look, the Ravens look pedestrian. It's not the the history is not going to change itself at in this game. Kansas City's going to win this game handily. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Kansas City as well. Um I mean, you know, it seems like when we talk about these kind of big games, Lamar kind of disappears. And so um, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a lot of notes on this game. I just think it's going to be the Chiefs. Uh, last, 
Well, I guess not last. I, I didn't put next Thursday on here. Uh, last for this week is Detroit yeah, and Green Bay. Are you ready for this? I, dude, you, you teased me earlier. Let's hear it. All right. I forget who it was, but an ex-teammate of Rogers said in his eye, like looking at his eyes on the field, you could see he's checked out. Oh, um, really? I believe it was Shannon Sharp this week said, if you thought about retired, you're already retired. Detroit's running backs, Swift and, and Williams, are going to give the Packers problems. I mean, when, when's the last time that Detroit had a reasonable running game against the Packers? Think about it. They're not going to be ready for it. And I've this, not been alive. And this is going to be the first bitten kneecaps of, of Dan Campbell's career as the Lions go into Lambeau Field and... Beat the Packers by 15. What? What? Dude. Dude. That's that's intense. Um, maybe this is Rodgers' like, way of sticking it to the Packers, man. Just being like, ha, I came in and just totally fucking sabotaged the team. <laughs> It'd be pretty messed up. It'd be pretty messed up. I no, did I, hear. I did hear somebody saying. I remember who it was. It was uh, this one was. Uh, I believe her name is Shay Cornette. Said that this year the NFC North is last year's NFC East. Oh, I believe that. I believe it. I I, I didn't want to believe it going into Week One, but after watching Week One, yeah, I could see that. Um, all right. Well, I'm going with Green Bay. You know, I, I don't think that Rodgers is like a secret agent for the enemy here. Um, and I, I think that it just was a, a, a dud of a week one. And they're going to come out and they're going to do what they normally do, uh, which is beat the shit out of Detroit. And uh, I mean, the game's in Green Bay, man. They don't want to lose to De- I, I has Detroit won in Green Bay in the last fucking 30 years? I don't even know. Maybe they snuck one in there somewhere, but... Um, I think they did uh, against Brent Huntley. Like, five years ago? Oh. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But either way, I'm sticking with Detroit. I'm sticking with Detroit. I'm sticking with Green Bay in this one. And uh, But I hope Detroit wins. I'd be happy about that. Uh, but no, I think, you know, my, my brain is saying Green Bay's got it. Uh, my heart obviously says Detroit, but you know, um, you're looking for that. When's the last time they won in in Green Bay? 2018. I was right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was before that game. It had been like fucking 18 years or something ridiculous. 31 Um, to nothing. I have to look at this. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound right, but, you know, nothing does with the Lions. (laughs) Uh, So while you're looking that up, I pulled up next Thursday's game, and it is the uh, Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans. Uh, I'm going to take Carolina for now. Uh, In between now and then, I'll think about it. You know, I want to see how I want to see how Carolina does this weekend because I'm still not sold on Sam Darnold. 
but I got to believe if McCaffrey's healthy and all that kind of fun stuff, I'm going to stick with the Panthers. All right. So I'm, I'm going back to this rivalry of the last one, two, three, four, five, six games in Green Bay. How many do you think the Lions have won? Well, now, now you're making me think it's more than, than what I thought. They're three and three. All right. So go from go from the one before. So, yeah, because before I know there that, was some ridiculous stretch where they didn't win there in, for like ever, man. Okay. So 2015, they won. That was the first win the Lions had in Green Bay since '91. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. And so I just yeah. assume that they can never win there. But I guess they've gotten some in recent years, so that's good. Yeah. So in two, the last two times, in fact, 2017 and 2018, they swept the Packers. Okay. So they won bo- at both sides. But, yeah, I, yeah. I still I'm, – I'm, something's telling me to pick Detroit. Go for it, man. Go for it. I mean, if that's if that's where you're going, okay. Well, you got to pick Thursday night, and then I'll I'll mark up our differences here. Yeah. So I I was in, engrossed in the Packers Detroit rivalry in Green Bay. What was the Thursday night game? It's some shit game, isn't it? Uh, Carolina Houston. Yeah, like I said, some shit game. Uh. Oh, jeez. You're going to really make me say it? You're going to take Houston? You're going to really make me fucking say it? No way in hell am I going to take Houston. Come on. What are you smoking? <laughs> well, you, you, you're really going to make me say it? I thought you were about to blow my fucking mind here. No, you're going to really make me pick Carolina, actually pick <laughs> Carolina and say Carolina's going to win this game, that Houston doesn't have a shot, have, have a shot, a chance in hell of fucking winning that game. Okay, so we got four games where we're well, off this week. Actually, actually, I am going to go with Houston in that game. After all that, you're going Houston. Holy shit, man. No, I'm going to go with Carolina. I'm fucking with you. Dude, 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 dude. Okay, okay I'm saving it. I'm not even going to let you change that. It's, it's set in stone now. Um, all right, so we got four games where we got some action. So, you know, let's see I how it plays out. Carolina, too. I went with Carolina, yeah. Um, you know, that makes me think I got to get my uh, whatever my DraftKings or whatever account going again. You know, get some some little side bet action, spice up the weekend here. But no, hey, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, um, you know, we're we're moved in at the new place, uh, slowly but surely, kind of getting settled in, and so I'm hoping that this Sunday I'll actually get to kick back and watch a little bit more football. Uh, last week, it was more about listening to it on the radio, uh, which is just not quite the same. And when I say listening to it on the radio, it makes me feel like I'm from like 1952 or something. But, um, you know, when you're when you're driving around all day, that's kind of all you can do. So, uh, yeah, this weekend, I'm just going to have it on the background, not really be able to watch much of it on Sunday. But I'll be there for the Lions win on Monday night. Hey. I hope so. I mean, I, I'm picking Green Bay still, but I hope the Lions win. And yeah, you got uh, you got some busy stuff going on. Um, all right, let's do question of the week. And I kind of talked a little bit about this earlier. Um, 
This is a, a, a Tennessee Titans question. It's with last week's beatdown in mind, and maybe I'm just being way too drastic here, but do you still consider them as a playoff team for this year? Maybe I'm blowing it. Maybe I'm blowing it out of proportion. And and here's the thing: I still think they're a playoff team, but I am concerned. And you know, we talked about it earlier that the talent level, it's not as high as people think it is. And you know, maybe they just overperformed the last couple of years. Vrabel sucked all the juices out of them, and you know, got it to work. Um, but it just. Um, you know, I think people are clouded by the names now. I think they're clouded by Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, Tannehill, and they're forgetting that there's nothing on defense. And I still think they're a playoff team. And I, I still think Vrabel's a great coach. And I'm sure that I'm probably just, you know, making this bigger than it is. It just, I just did not expect them to get spanked like that last week. So I would say if they were in any other division, not any other division, because if they were in the NFC East, it would be the same thing. But because of the serious reservations I have about the teams in the division, Jacksonville, Houston, yeah. Indy, I I think they are a playoff team, but I don't think it's because they're that good. I think it's because their division's that bad. I got you. Yeah, and I, I guess my gut's telling me it'll be kind of like the last few years they'll get in, but they're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, that's all I got for question of the week. Nothing too earth shattering, nothing too uh, brain busting or whatever you want to say. Um, so yeah, anybody who's watching just kind of like name that stadium. If you want to answer question of the week, we'd love to hear it. Hit us up with some comments. And uh, if you do, We'll talk about what you have to say next week. Give you some of that credit. Uh, James, that's all I got for tonight, man. You got anything else before we wrap it up here? No, I think that's all I have as well. Okie dokie. Well, it was fun, man. I'll catch you later. All right, sounds good. Have a great iron grinder. Hut, hut, hike.